we're talking today about something called leading. And do you know how we got this topic today? Because of leading. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Um, obviously, <laughs> Marky's crying over there. <laughs> Tears of joy. Um, obviously, if you've spent much of any time in the word, leading from God, leading from the Holy Spirit especially is important to walking out a Christian life. But oftentimes it can feel confusing, like, okay, I'm hearing from someone that I can't see physically right now. It's not normally like audible. So is this just in my head? And there's a gazillion questions. And I have probably had a gazillion minus one um, so I understand, but that's why we're here today to help yeah. answer all of those questions. Um, maybe not a gazillion. We might not have time for that many, but we'll try. <laughs> Pastor Nicole says someone had her silly pills this morning. I think this one is you. I could be wrong though. It could be me. I had a brownie for breakfast <laughs> with a hot pocket. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I, I either don't eat breakfast or I just go all out and have lunch for breakfast. <laughs> what kind of meal is that for lunch? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm going to have a hot pocket and a brownie. Yum. Every day that I packed <laughs> lunch for myself. Oh, my goodness. Yep. I love you. So, was I like led? My... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> was I led? Well, you know, think of it this way. As you... and. I'm sure that I'm not the only person who has ever had this happen, but you get born again. Woo, I'm on fire for Jesus. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. <laughs> Burning with the flame, flame of the Holy Ghost. Ghost. Hallelujah. <laughs> that was for Marky. But, <laughs> you know, you're on fire. <laughs> Marky's literally galloping behind the camera, like laughing and skipping. <laughs> All across the studio. <laughs> um, that's, that was a nice. present for me. I'm pretty sure that's a memory I'm going to have forever. That was nice. But, you know, you get born again. You are hungry for the word. Like, you're in the word all the time. It's like, I'm untouchable. Like, this is amazing. And then all of a sudden, it's like, how do I know what to do right? Yeah. You know? Like, and, and Paul actually talks about this, not like Paul Joe Schmo down the street, but like Paul yeah. in the Bible. Apostle. <laughs> he writes, like in one of his letters, he's like, you know, I, I do the things I don't want to do. Like, yeah. I'm not doing the things I want to do. And it's like, well, cool. Then I guess this is just life. Like, I'm just going to do stuff I don't want to or yeah. not do stuff I do want to. And I'm just going to be unstable all the time. Yay! <laughs> Welcome to life. <laughs> But ultimately, one of the things that we want to talk about today is how, you know, how to be led by the Spirit of God. Like, what is leading? How mm -hmm. can you know that it's leading? What does the Word say about it? And there, before we even get into it, there is a book that Brother Kenneth E. Hagen wrote called mm -hmm. How to Be Led by the Spirit of God. Yeah. When and, and I think that we'll put that up in one of the links um, here soon, so that way you can click it and order it. I'd... Of all the books I've ever read, that is one that I'd recommend to anybody yeah. get it and then read that book annually because it's 
he puts on a clinic of how to ensure that you're yeah. being led by the Holy Spirit. So go read that book and that's going to help you tremendously. But one of the things that's important to know is, okay, what voice am I following? Because mm -hmm. there are many voices in the world. There are many voices that we can hear. We have, you know, the voice of God. We yeah. have our inner voice. We have you know, the voice of the world. We have mm -hmm. demonic voices. We have the voice of our flesh. Like there's all these, and I'm sure there's stuff I'm not even listing. Yeah. There are all these different inputs. And when we're making a decision, it's like, well, how, how can I know if this is the Lord or not? Yeah. Like what, I, I, I guess this is God. Yeah. And then you do it. And it's like, well, that didn't work. <laughs> and because yeah. I, like, I know for me, I do things and then it wouldn't work out. And I'd be like, well, I guess God can't do that. <laughs> And it yeah. really, it was just me doing something the Lord hadn't told me. And so mm -hmm. one of the things that we talk about here a lot on what's right is that we can hear from God. So that's a promise we can yeah. stand on. However, it's one of those promises that without like proper like teaching on it, it's like, well, I, mm -hmm. I can. It's great. How? <laughs> <laughs> How yes. can I do the thing? Like, I don't know. And so that's what we want to talk about today yeah. is, you know, if there are questions and look, if we can't answer the questions live, then what we'll do is we'll, we'll study in the word. We'll seek out pastors, recommendations, scriptures, all that stuff. And we'll get your questions answered. Yeah. Maybe not live on the broadcast, but ask them anyway. If you have any yeah. questions about, is yeah. this me? Is this the Lord? How can I know the difference? How can mm -hmm. I be led? And yeah. If we don't know, we won't just like be like, well, we'll just guess or make something up. We'll tell you. Yeah. We don't know. And <laughs> we'll try to find the right answer um, through other sources other than ourselves. Um, Joni said that she would forgive us for getting the fire song stuck in her head at work. I'm sorry, Joni. <laughs> it's good, though. Yeah. It's, you need it. Hallelujah. It's great. It's, great. it's joy. <laughs> well, the first thing that I think needs to be said is if... If you're wondering this, having any of these questions, it's important that if you're not already, that you get yourself plugged into a church. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, and then that you seek uh, your pastor. Seek and, like, talk to your pastor. Because pastors are there to shepherd and to guide. And what better way to shepherd than on how to hear from the Lord? Say it again for the people in the back. What better way <laughs> to shepherd than to let them know how to hear from the Lord? I love it. <laughs> it's pretty important. Um, I mean, if we're living our lives as servants of God, we need to know, you know, what God wants us to do to yeah. servant him. Him. I was trying to think of the adverb to serve or the verb, I guess. The, the end, to serve. Yeah, uh, I guess that works too. <laughs> yeah, English. So I think that's a great place to start. Ask your pastor. Yeah. Well, and, and, and just kind of setting the foundation, like going to that verse that Paul writes about mm -hmm. in Romans of I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm doing the stuff I don't want to do. What's important to know in understanding how to be led is right out the gate, you are a three-part being. And we actually did some teaching on this. We can link it, but you're a three-part being. You mm -hmm. have a flesh. You have a soul, and your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And you are a spirit. So you're yeah. a three-part being. And why that's important to know 
is because all three of those parts of you could be talking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like all three of those parts have a voice and mm -hmm. they're very, very different voices. Your flesh is always tainted with the corruption of the world, like always. When you get born again, it's your spirit man that gets born mm -hmm. again. You can renew your mind, but your flesh always has the corruption of sin. Mm -hmm. So the like, you know that cartoon picture of like the little devil that's on your shoulder and the little angel that's on yours. Yeah. The, the devil one is the flesh. Like, yes. <laughs> it has that curse in it. So it's never going to lead yeah. you into the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. If you're born again, your spirit man is renewed. So yeah. he's linked up with Jesus. Like mm -hmm. our spirit then becomes one with the spirit of God. So our spirit man is born again. So if we're born again, then our spirit man is always going to lead us toward the Lord. So right. our spirit man's going this way. Our flesh is going this way. The soul is the mind, the will, and the emotions. So you, we can control whether our soul leans to the flesh leans toward the spirit of God by what we're feeding it. Yes. The word tells us to renew our minds daily, to mm -hmm. meditate therein day and night on the word of God, on the will of God. And yeah. so our soul, if we're not feeding it good food, it can go toward the flesh. Mm -hmm. If we're renewing our mind day by day by day by day, it'll go toward the spirit. So all three of those have very distinctive voices and it's important for us to know that because yeah. if we don't know that we're a three-part being and that our flesh has a voice and our spirit has a voice your flesh could tell you hey eat nothing but brownies for breakfast and it's like the lord told me to eat some brownies for breakfast every yeah. day of my life forever yeah <laughs> but you know like the flesh could say or the flesh could say you know what the lord told me i never ever ever have to go to church Nope, that was your flesh. <laughs> like, yes. Your flesh said that one. So yeah. knowing the flesh is always going to pull me toward toward the world, toward the curse, toward yeah. destruction, sin, death, all that stuff. But the spirit's leading me to life and life in abundance is key because it's going to help you start to distinguish is this the real me, the born again me, the alive spirit man me, or is this my flesh? Yeah. And that question alone will help to sort out so much of the confusion because it's like, oh, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the real me. That was that was that was the little devil on my shoulder. That wasn't right. Like that yeah. was the flesh. Yep. Hannah said it's a lot like the what's right logo. <laughs> it really is. It really really is. But it's key. Like, it's key to know that. So yeah. here's the thing. There are so many different ways that the Holy Spirit can talk to us. But if we don't truly know that God desires to talk to us, yeah. we're not going to apply faith toward it. Mm -hmm. Like, we're just going to assume, well, God's given me a brain to figure stuff out. God's given mm -hmm. me logic to help to basically mm -hmm. figure all this out on my own. No, it tells us in Romans 8, 14, yeah. that the children of God are led by the spirit of God. So we're yeah. to be led in all that we do, whether it's through our inward witness, whether it's through the inner voice, whether it's by the voice of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. you know, a word from your pastors, a prophetic word of, from the word of God itself. Yeah. Like there's a variety of ways God can talk to us, but it says that all those who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Yeah. So if we're not being led by His Spirit, then what we're proving to the world is you don't actually belong to Him. 
Mm. Yeah, but we well, can. Yeah. Well, one, one point that you made that brought up uh, a point in my mind was knowing that he wants to talk to us. And I know in the past I've not fully known that and yeah. thought, you know, we can hear from him, but I messed up, so he's not wanting to talk to me. Yeah. Like he's, you know, like a human. A favorite picker. <laughs> yeah, a human on this world who's just uh, like ghosting us or whatever. <laughs> like, ghosting well, I'm not. Us. I'm like a toddler. Like, I'm not going to talk to you. You're not my best friend anymore. Yeah. And just, like, God's not like that. He, if he's going to send, if he's going to know everything that we're ever going to do, absolutely the worst of the worst wrong, the worst thing we're ever going to yeah. do, and still send his son, he's not going to see that we did something wrong and be surprised or he's not going to see that we did something wrong and be like, I sent my son for you, but I don't feel like talking to you right now. Yeah. That's not God. And that's something I've had to correct in myself of thinking, I can't hear from him right now because I messed up. Yeah. Or he's not wanting to talk to me. He's giving me the silent treatment. Yeah. Because I messed up, and I just need to figure this out on my own right now until I can get myself back on my feet. And that's not, that's not who God is. No. And to hear from God... Clearly, it's very important, like what I think Buddy and I were talking about on Friday, to know God. Mm -hmm. um, the, more you, the more you know God, the easier it will yeah. be to hear from him. Because you know, that sounds like God. Yeah. Like, I can, hear, I can hear Barrett talking completely across the church, and I can't even hear words, but I can hear the tone and be like, oh, that's Barrett, because I know her. Yeah. Just like we were talking about on Friday, the more time you spend in his word, meditating on it, spend hearing about him through preaching or whatever that is, um, the more you'll, the better you'll know him and the easier it'll be to yeah. hear from him. Well, it says in John, my sheep know my voice. Yeah. And then in, in another verse, it says, yeah. a strangers, they're not going to follow. Mm -hmm. So... The more we spend time with the Lord, the more we can understand what yeah. he sounds like. Like, what does he sound like when he's pleased? What does he yeah. sound like when he's not pleased? Like, there's one of my yeah. favorite stories on this, and Marky and I actually talked about it in one of the broadcasts we did long time ago, like yeah. a long time ago, we, was a brother, Jesse Duplantis. Like, he was in his office mm -hmm. one day, and he had an appointment that he was supposed to do later in that afternoon and he was talking to the Lord and the Lord like as he was communicating with Jesse like Jesse noticed he's like you sound basically Barrett's paraphrase of the story like you sound different like are yeah. you okay and um basically he realized that the Lord was seemed to be sad about something like yeah. he's like are you okay? And he's like, some, you know, one of my children did something that I wish that they hadn't done. And Jesse cleared his entire day, his entire day. He canceled every meeting he had. And he's like, I want to minister to you. Like, I want to spend the rest of my day with you. And when we get to the point where God is that real to us, like, it's yeah. not like, he, he's not a separate God from us. He desires us to know him. Eternal life, you and Buddy talked about it. Eternal life is that we may know God. He wants to be known by us, which means 
were able to hear from him and to be led by him in all things. When he becomes that real, that we're willing to, God, I'll throw away my whole day and just spend it with you. Like, I'll do whatever it is you want me to do. Yeah. How can I bless you today? What would make you happy? Yeah. When he's that real to us, things start to shift. And that's when he goes from just being a God in a book to being the God who's alive. Yeah. And he, he's an alive God. He's not confined to pages and words. And look, the word of God is living and alive. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. So not being irreverent and lack of esteeming, but it's a book. Like at the end of the day, God is outside of this book. He's outside mm -hmm. of just what's on the pages. He's alive right now. He's still yeah. talking to his people today. That didn't stop after the book of Acts, like the last page in here was written. He talks yeah. to us now, right now. He desires to talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. He really does. And that, that I think is one of the first steps to recognize that he loves you and he wants to talk to you. Yeah. Just like a friend, just like a father wants to talk to you and guidance and sometimes in correction, but also just as a friend. Yeah. Just like, you know, just fellowshipping and just spending time together. The Lord loves that. Yeah. He's, he's not just created us just to work, 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 like monkeys or something. Yeah. He, he wants us to be his friends and his children and just talk to him. Like, uh, there's been times where I've been driving, I've just been like, Lord, Today's been a great day. Like, thank you so much for today. Or, Lord, today has been a weird day, and I need your help because yeah. it has not felt right. And just talking with him and stuff like that and just being honest. He knows He knows our thoughts. He knows um, more about us than we do. Yeah. So don't feel like you have to hide anything from him for sure. It's, it's he's, he's the one that I can talk to the most openly. Yeah. Because I know he's already seen everything deep, deep, deep inside of me. And he loves me just as much as ever. Yeah. But as we're talking about leading, here's something that's key to know. God is always leading you to triumph. He's mm -hmm. always leading you to triumph in Christ. So when you hear a directive from the voice of God, you can know God desires for me to be in victory no matter yeah. what. He's leading me to it right now. Thanks be to God who always leads us to triumph in Christ. Always, always, always. Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans that I have for you. Plans full of hope. Plans full of future. And I think so often we haven't gone to him and allowed him to lead us yeah. because there's been that fear of what's he going to lead me to? Is he going to have me give up something? Is he going to tell me to stop doing something? I don't yeah. want to ask him this because what if he says no? You know, mm -hmm. like there was a time in my life where I was dating somebody and I thought that I had heard the voice of God that we were to be dating. And like, I thought that I'd heard, I thought, oh my gosh, like there. I misinterpreted a prophecy. Like there was some, a word spoken over me. I had different things that were confirmations, but I brought bias into it. And yeah. so all of these words that were being spoken and things that were being given, mm -hmm. I interpreted it as you are to date this person. 
But yeah. that's not what God was saying. And it, because I didn't properly humble myself and ask him, I just mm-hmm. took what I'd heard and I'm like, well, this is what it means. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to check with him because I did that. I set myself up for a lot of hurt when it eventually was not the will of God. And it mm-hmm. came out that it wasn't God's will for that to happen. It caused, I was feeling hurt by it. And when I sought yeah. the Lord, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I thought this was you. Like, I, you said this and you said this. It's it's like when I thought I was called to be a pastor and my world was rocked. And I was like, yeah. I don't understand. I, you said this, God, and you said this. And he's like, you didn't properly ask me on it. You brought bias into it. Yeah. When we bring bias, when we bring our soul, that mind, will, emotion, if our mind, will, and emotions are set on something and we're going to God in that fellowship with him that you're talking about, mm-hmm. if our minds are already set God is not a God who forces his will on us. So if we go before him and we're like, God, I I want your will, but I really want this convertible. And that's what I believe you're telling me. Amen. Thank you. Then we're going to go buy the convertible and God, we're not giving God opportunity to talk. Yeah. We're telling him yeah. instead of asking him and getting bias out of the way is a huge step. Yeah. And there's been often times where I've been like, yeah, I'm unbiased. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. And that's, but the key that you opened up with is to get bias out of the way is to be able to trust and know yeah. that I'm getting my bias out of the way, whatever I feel like I want yeah. out of the way, because I know that you know everything yeah. that's going to happen and you want the absolute best yeah. outcome for me. So I don't have to worry about my bias being here, not being here, because I know you are going to have me do the best thing yeah. for me because he wants the greatest things for us more than we want. Oh, yeah. And once we start to get true revelation of that, our bias doesn't matter at all no. <laughs> because he wants the best for us. So anything that we think we want, even if he tells us to do it differently, yeah. it's going to be better, even if we can't see how. Yeah. There's been times that, um, like for instance, the Lord led me to go to, I was seeking leading for where to go to high school in eighth grade. And the, the middle school and elementary school that I went to I had the same class, so I had become very close to the same 18 friends, and I was very, very close with them, and I knew they were all going to this one high school that for the longest time I had just assumed that that's where I was going because that's where everyone from our school went, and that's just where I assumed I was going. Um, but I was praying about it, and I was asking the Lord, and I, I I tried to get my bias out of the way and everything, and I knew that I heard from him to go to a very different high school. I'm like, Lord, I have no idea how this can be the best thing for me because I'm not going to know anyone. I don't feel like I'm the most outgoing of people and making friends. I've changed a lot since then. (laughs) And and I was like, I'm going to leave all of these friends that I've spent so long making, and I feel like I'm going to be so lonely and it ended up being the best yeah. thing for me. The absolute best thing for me. I can't tell you how many how many lives I was able to 
like people were like, you really blessed me. Yeah. And stuff like that. God was able to use me to minister in that school and like get just countless blessings. We don't have time to just talk yeah. about what a testimony that was. That was exactly where he wanted me. And in my mind, in my bias, I had no idea why yeah. in the world I would have any reason to go to that <clears throat> school. Um, if I dwelt on my thoughts, which I did do a lot of my freshman year, I was like, ah, oh, I miss my friends. They're all having fun without me over at this other school. I'm going to lose them forever. And, but when I really searched, like, just got my bias all the way, God had me in the best place. Yeah. I was so happy there. It was amazing because that's, he had the absolute best thing. I wouldn't have changed it yeah. looking back. I wouldn't have changed it for the world. Yeah. Because he wants the best things for us. Well, and that's truly what I think ends up blocking Christians, like believers, the most from hearing the will of God is because yeah. we've already brought an assumption to the table. Yeah. Like, and I, I mean, I know believers who think that they can't ever miss it once they get born again. It's, well, I, my spirit's renewed, so I'm mm -hmm. now walking with the Lord. So everything, every decision I make is anointed. No, it's not. If it's not birthed of God, it's not an anointed yeah. decision. And when we bring our bias to the table, it truly will cloud God's ability to speak to us. Mm -hmm. And that's where our leading ends up getting wonky. You know, I, I, I don't know if I've mentioned it on here. I, I know I've talked about running, but there's a lot of like the Lord's just really doing a work in the church right now with health and different things. And there's different ways of eating that the Lord has been talking to myself and my yeah. husband about. And even looking through like things that are good for us. Like I have a bias looking at the list of foods that are, you know, going to be fine. And then the ones that we're going to be attempting to avoid, there's a bias in there where, as I was mm -hmm. reading through my flesh has a voice mm -hmm. and my flesh is like, you're really going to miss that. You're really mm -hmm. going to miss that. You're, Oh, this is going to be hard. This is going to be so hard. Mm -hmm. And how many times have we gone to do something new yeah. or something different? And the yeah. voice of our flesh, the voice of bias comes in and it's like, I'm, Mm -mm, that's not a good thing for you. That looks too hard. You yeah. know, try fasting. Let the Lord tell you to do a 40-day fast and hear how quickly mm -hmm. your flesh and bias starts talking. I could never do a 40-day fast. That's too long. I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. Like, people yeah. shouldn't be doing that. That's not healthy. And our bias, our mm -hmm. flesh will reason out the will of God yeah. almost every single time if we allow it to. Yeah. And it's so important for us to realize that the flesh is there because if we don't, then we're entering it, opening up a door for us to walk into deception that says, I can never miss it or yeah. everything that I decide to do is right. And it's not unless God is authoring it. And yeah. it, it's so key to know that because when we get to the place of even if our flesh like has a voice, like going back to the eating thing, my flesh had a voice. Mm -hmm. But what I did the entire time reading through it, I also heard from my, my inward witness. Yeah. And that when you're a born again believer, 
your spirit is then linked up with the Holy Spirit. Your Holy Spirit is the lamp unto your body. Like in, in Proverbs, it talks about that. He's there. And so that inward witness, he's going to, he, he has a voice. And most of the time when we're led by the spirit of God, it's through that inward witness. So even though reading through the list and I'm like, I can't have tomatoes. I love tomatoes. Tomatoes are the best. They are my favorite. Like what ended up coming out of me, I was on the phone with Pastor Nicole for like three hours. No exaggeration. It was a really long one. But like we're talking on the phone the whole time. I'm laughing, like yeah. hysterically laughing because I'm like, oh my gosh, my flesh is throwing such a tantrum right now. However, I know this is the Lord. Like I knew yeah. it was because the inward witness was, was bearing testimony to me and I had a peace on it, even yeah. though the other voice of me was very loud and very much throwing a temper tantrum, I recognize, no, that's the inward witness. Yeah. I, I don't care what this side of me is saying. I don't care what my flesh is saying. The witness says this, the Holy Spirit says this, the Lord wants me here. I'm going to be here. Yeah. And I've learned over several years of lots of mistakes that if I will line up yeah. with the inward witness with the inner voice, with the Holy Spirit, then I'm going to be led to victory in all things. No matter how it feels, I'm going to be blessed by yeah. honoring it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just I'm so sorry. I dropped it I as I saw your eyes. I'm like, I was like oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> sorry. Um, it probably didn't help having a brownie for breakfast. I'm thinking about it. Well, and you had a yeah. really good story you were talking to me about last week. Like there was something that you were praying about and asking the Lord on. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't feel like I've heard anything. And I was praying mm -hmm. for so long. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's a really great story. Well, um, like I just graduated high school. Um, and like... All that stuff. And so my dad was <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah, there's yeah. So <laughs> my dad was telling me like it'd be important to if you're not already to I mean, even if you are to press in and keep praying about what the Lord wants you to do after you graduate high school, because that's that's a big transition point. Yeah. And it's important to be led in every decision we make in life. Um literally down to what we eat. Mm -hmm. So what we do after high school is definitely yeah. something we need to be led in. And so I'm like, absolutely, yes, sir. Um, already planning on it. So I was like, really, because I was already wanting to, and then because I had a word for my pastor and my dad, um, I needed to press into prayer even yeah. more. So I was like spending time for weeks praying and praying and praying like, all right, Lord, what do you want me to do? Whatever you say, even if, you know, my flesh doesn't like it, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm crucifying that and it's, it's done. I'll do whatever you want. And I didn't feel like I was hearing anything from yeah. him. I was like, okay. And I immediately looked back at myself. I'm like, okay, have I messed up? Did I, I must be doing this wrong to have heard from like, to not be hearing anything from him. Yeah. Um, I was like looking back at myself, what have I done wrong? And I was really confused and it put me in a place of like where I had an opportunity to be fearful. Sure. Like, I'm not hearing from the Lord. I'm a Christian who's not hearing from the Lord. Yeah. This is not looking good. And like 
get really scared, but I'm like, that's not of God. Because yeah. I, know, I know God enough to know that I need to be in peace and I need to not be in yeah. fear. So I, I just rested in it. And literally, within a week or two, the answers came and came and came. And even this weekend after I talked to you, even more answers were coming, 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 and all like leading that I had from the Lord and answers that were just super plain and in yeah. my face. And then um, more leading than my pastor slash dad had for my life. And it was just great. And I just put my peace and rest and trust in God. And oftentimes I know in seeking leading from the Lord, yeah. I've prayed about something and then, okay, Lord, what's your answer? And just, okay, 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 well, let me, I need to hear from you right now. And I need it to be an answer kind of like this. And I'll like think about it and then just kind of formulate an answer yeah. in my thinking because I'm thinking about it so hard. And that's making us the source. Yeah. And that's oftentimes when I missed it because I'm, I've been trying so hard to hear. Yeah. Try, that's the important, that's the key word of uh, this little story is trying uh, so hard, trying in yourself, making yourself the source. Yeah. Because um, I was trying so hard in my head to, I need to hear from the Lord. I need to hear from the Lord. Okay, what would the Lord say? Maybe he would say this. Yeah. Oh, well, that sounds good. Uh, let's go with that. I think that was the leading of the Lord. Yeah. And that's that's when I missed it because you're because it's thinking about it too yeah. hard. And he's that's not how that works. Yeah. Well, it's like the relationship that we have with the Lord is obviously it's a higher one, but it's just like any other relationship you yeah. have. Like you can communicate with the Lord in any there's a class that we teach here at Impact, and it's one that I've had the uh, privilege of being able to teach, yeah. and it's, you know, your purpose-driven destiny. And one of the parts in that course that we talk about is how yeah. God speaks your language. Like, mm -hmm. God knows how to speak to you. He created you. And so mm -hmm. oftentimes what we are expecting with God is for this great big supernatural drop. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, God <laughs> spoke to me and it was in skywriting. There were fireworks behind it. I was driving and the windows were down in my car and the audible voice came from heaven itself. And oh my gosh, the sun turned into the face of God and he's, and this, like, I mean, maybe not to that degree, but that's really what we're wanting and what we're expecting in our flesh is God's going to, it's going to be great. I'm going to know that I know that I know. And but here's the thing. God yeah. knows how to speak to you. Yeah. He knows how to get your attention. He speaks your language. Mm -hmm. He speaks your language. He made you. Like, and just let that sit for a minute. Because I think so often we can get at a rest feeling like I've got to speak God's language. So yeah. I've got to be holy enough to talk to him. I have to be righteous enough to talk to him. I have to earn the right to talk to God. Like, yeah. I've got to earn it. Yeah. But God created you, and he speaks your language. Mm -hmm. It's like at the, there's an app that we use here at the church to communicate on. Mm -hmm. That is Abby's least favorite way of talking. She likes it not much at all. So when I <laughs> want to talk to Abigail, 
I don't reach out to her on Voxer like if I can help it because her language is not that. No. That's <laughs> not her language. So because I know this about her, I'm going to speak to her in a way that she's going to receive and that would bless her. I know how she mm -hmm. wants to talk. God knows how to talk to you in a way that you can hear and understand. Yeah. What purpose is there to communicate if you don't get it? Like God's not a wasteful God. He's not going to waste his time talking to you if you can't hear him and can't understand him. So if God's going to speak, it's going to be in a way that you can understand, that we can understand. And when we rest in that and we get to the, okay, God, God knows how to get my attention. He is big enough to get my attention. If yeah. I'm not paying attention, he's big enough to do that mm -hmm. and just rest in him. The, like the key point mm -hmm. to Abby's whole story was that when she rested and just stopped trying, yeah. that's when God was then able to speak to her. Mm -hmm. But when we press so hard of, I need to hear yeah. from you, God, I'm in prayer. I need to hear from you. I need a vision. I need a word. I need to hear from you. Yeah. This is coming up. I need to hear. I need to hear right now, right now, right now, right. Oh my gosh. God's like, <laughs> will you stop it? <laughs> like, I want to talk to you, but yeah. you're so out of rest that even if I talk to you, you're not going to hear me. He just wants you to chill, like just rest. Yeah. If you have a question that you need God to answer for you and you don't feel like he's answered you yet, then just keep doing the last thing he gave you direction to yeah. do. Like that was one of my favorite things about Abby's story is she, she wasn't sure that she had for sure heard from the Lord. And so last week she's like, mm -hmm. I, I don't think I have a hundred percent confirmation on this, yeah. but this is the last word the Lord told me to do. So I'm going to do this until I for sure hear. And because she was obedient to the last word he told her to do, he had already begun preparing things inside of her to make his direction easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. as we rest, knowing that God desires to communicate mm -hmm. with us and he's capable to do it, that's when it becomes easier. Like, I don't have to force my relationship with Abby. Like it just, it's there. I develop yeah. it. I, I seek to grow it, but I'm not saying they're going, Abby, talk to me. Abby, talk to me. Abby, talk to me. Please talk to me. Abby, talk to me. Abby, 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 the sister, Abby, sister, Abby. Oh, I love you, sister. Like, I'm not like begging God to talk to, I'm not begging Abby to talk to me. We don't yeah. need to beg God to talk to us. Yeah. He's going to talk to us. He's going to talk to us if we will just be in intimacy and rest with him. It's like there's so, uh, the, one of my favorite examples of, of this is there's so much that pastors have not been released by God to share with me. Like that, that they know about what my future holds. Like they have, they're shepherds. Yeah. So they're called to have vision for my future. And they'll, they'll say like, God, God's been talking to me about you, or God just gave me some vision for you for the future. And yeah. I'm not released to share all of it with you, but it's really good. And I want you to know it's really good. Mm -hmm. Well, my flesh would love to know all of the things. Like yeah. I, I'd love to know that. But I need to trust that when it's time to tell me, not only are they going to tell me, they're going to tell me in a way that I'm going to be able to hear. Yeah. You know, like 
they're not going to tease me with information with the promise of we'll share this with you and then never tell me. It's the yeah. same way with God. God knows things about your future. He knows things about what's coming up in the pipeline for you. And yeah. he's going to tell you when you need to know it. So we need to be in rest. God will tell me mm -hmm. what I need to know. He'll tell me yeah. what I need to know, when I need to know it, and I'm not going to get moved mm -hmm. to the place of unrest just because I don't have all the pieces yet. Mm -hmm. Truly, that was the big, one of the biggest game changers in my life was because mm -hmm. I used to be the obnoxious person who'd be like, well, pastors, do you want to talk about my future right now? Like, do you have some, some time? I'd love to sit down and talk to you about I just want to know. I just had yeah. a hunger for knowledge, not necessarily like being led by God. I just wanted yeah. to know. But it wasn't time yet. And when I just rested in it, I'm here. here's what's been really cool with the whole thing is that I, and I think I shared this recently, I haven't sat down and asked pastors about their vision, like what the, I'm not eye rolling around the steaming, but like I haven't asked them, what is the vision that God has given to you? Tell me now. I haven't done yeah. that in like two years. Yeah. However, in my resting, God has just, birthed things in me and done things through me that even if they had told me about, I wouldn't have believed because I just rested. He was then able to do it naturally, like yeah. through, you know, through the inner, inner witness, through my relationship yeah. with him. But when we're so desperate for an answer, we'll miss the process that he wants mm -hmm. to take us through. Like you're a different human now than you were when you entered the early college. Yeah. So night and day different human yeah. like the yeah. abby before early college i asked her to get up one day like at a youth breakfast and just say hello to people there oh was she mad at me yes oh <laughs> was she so mad because <laughs> i'd asked her to talk in front of people you're now talking mm -hmm. to nations like you're yeah. a different person because yeah. you gave yourself to the process he led mm -hmm. you to go through without desperately mm -hmm. like, okay, God, is this right now? Mm -hmm. What, you know what I mean? And I'm happier for <clears throat> it. And that's, that's a, going right back to what we were talking about yeah. is it's not like he led me to do all these things that was suffering and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really just in a hard place, but it's what the Lord told me to do. It's, he led me to do some things and they stretched my flesh. Yeah. But I was so glad I did them. Yeah. And I can't imagine doing anything except what he has me doing now because nothing else would yeah. be as good for me and literally makes me as happy as I am right now because he knows what's best. Yeah. So even though, did I have to go through some stretching? Yeah. Will I continue to have to go through some stretching? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to be a better person. So come on stretching. Yeah. Because we're going to be better through it. And it's not something to be like, ah, oh, oh man. Yeah. The Lord's wanting me to stretch. It's exciting. Yeah. Because he has so much better for you. Yeah. And, you know, in being stretched, like your flesh is going to try and fight that. Yeah. Anytime change comes up, like unless you're just like Deb who loves change, like most people's flesh are not super stoked for woo, yay. all the change. Yay. Change. <laughs> like most people's flesh will try and avoid something that's going to stretch them. 
but that's your flesh. You don't have to live by your flesh. You don't have to live there. You're led by the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And knowing that like Hebrews 12, 11, all discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. Yeah. You know, every time the Lord gives you a word and it's about to stretch your flesh, yeah. your flesh is not going to be joyful about it. It's going to be sorrowful. So mm-hmm. anytime the Lord tells you something, your flesh is going to have a reaction, yeah. but the flesh was is to be crucified daily, daily. And dead people can't kick back. Like, you know, like if you're kick, if you're disciplining your flesh, your flesh doesn't have a dog in the fight. It shouldn't have a voice there. So knowing that you're, that you're going to live a life where God is stretching you. Mm -hmm. Here's why he's not just doing it for torture or, you know, it's not like that rack thing where they just like stretch people and torture devices. It's God stretching you. So your capacity is greater to carry the glory of God. Yeah. That's why he leads you into victory. Not just to <laughs> stretching times coming up. I've been watching like you can get to the point where it's fun, but he's doing it. So that way you can be a vessel that carries him. Mm-hmm. Anything he's leading you into, if it's big or if it's small, It's like there have been times where the Lord's, and I'm sure he's told you this. I know he's told you the same thing. I can think of a story where, where God will direct you of what to wear, like something as small as that. And it's like, that doesn't matter. What, what does that matter? Mm -hmm. It matters. It could matter. The Lord could know. There's a shirt I wore last week that I was going to wear on the broadcast. And as I put it on, the Lord's like, I don't. I don't know if you want to wear it. And I just dismissed it because I thought it was me. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm rushing. I'm going to put this on. I stained it. First time I ever wore it. And I stained it. I had a great big black blotch on my shoulder because I rubbed against the wall. And I, as soon as I was changing, the Lord's like, I tried to tell you not to wear that. I'm like, I know. I'm, I, that was me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like he can't, even if it's for something like that, he'll lead you in it. Mm-hmm. He cares about what you care about. Yeah. He wants to talk to you about that stuff. Yeah. Small, huge. He wants to be in it. It's mm-hmm. like Abby. Abby wants to be in the things that the people <laughs> she loves care. Like yes, she I wants, do. she wants to be involved yeah. because she loves so deeply. It doesn't matter if it's big or small. I could call Abby in the morning and be like, hello, I used a different toothpaste this morning. I really enjoyed it. That's amazing. Bear. Like she would care. <laughs> yeah. God cares too, but yeah. to such a higher so degree. Yeah. What, um, something that I feel like I have needed to know and that I feel like he may be bringing up, maybe it's just for me again, maybe it is for you, is the, the part in his word where he talks about the still small voice. Mm-hmm. And you had started talking about it earlier, um, about how oftentimes we can be looking for the big and the grand. And <laughs> Anna said, that's amazing. She was, <laughs> she was telling me about the word, um, this, the Sunday sermon. And she was talking about, I'm like, that's amazing. And she's like, you're a mom. <laughs> that's amazing, sweetie. <laughs> Anyways, um, I know we can oftentimes be looking for the big and the grand and I mean, God's talking, so it's going to be huge and loud, yeah. and it absolutely can be. He, he has talked audibly to some people where they can seriously hear it like, yeah. with their ears, like me talking to you. It can be super grand like that, but normal, normal day-to-day talking, um, 
I find it, and I say normal with hesitancy yeah. because I honestly find it the s sweetest, I guess, is it's often a still, small voice. It's not huge because you think if, if you and I are talking and we're very close, you're not going to have to be talking like this for me to hear you and understand you. No, because I talk like that ordinarily, so I don't need to enunciate. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I'm very close to you. I can hear you. And People in Timbuktu can hear me. It's cool. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but um, maybe, maybe me and you is not a good example. <laughs> no, I get um, you. Me and buddies in the room. Sure. Um, God doesn't have to yell yeah. to us to get our attention. Honestly, the times that he's had to yell at me and be loud to get my attention has when I has has when has been when I have been in my head. Yeah. And he's had to get loud. Yep. He's he's known how to communicate with me and he's had to go I mean, I say go around hurdles. It's not a anyways. He's had to like go around stuff to get past me and my thinking because mm -hmm. I've been so much in my thinking. And those are the times that he's had to get loud yeah. to me. But when we just rest, we don't need to be looking for something huge. And okay, he wrote it in the sky with those planes, a T. That means I should do this. Yeah. You know, it's, it's often just a still, small voice, just a, just a leading and... It can often be, was that me? Yeah. But it gives you a true peace because he's the God of peace. Yeah. So it's going to bring, when he speaks, it's going to bring true peace. Even if, and we can't understand, we can't misunderstand peace with comfort. Yeah. Um, I've misunderstood that. Um, when God speaks to us, it's going to be, oftentimes what my dad will say is, just follow the peace in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, because when God speaks, it's going to bring true peace. And even if it's, even if he's leading you to do something that you don't want to do, you know, this is the right thing to do. Yeah. Because, um, the children, the children of God are led by the spirit of God. We yeah. know that's, that's my God. And the, the closer we get to knowing him, the easier it is to be. Yeah. That sounds like God. Yeah. A literal, literally. Literally? I'm trying to stop, guys. I really am. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, there's been times where I've talked to my dad and said, I believe I have leading to do this, but I'm not 100% sure. Help yeah. me. And he has spent so much time in the Word and getting to know God and just spending time with God. He's like, that sounds like God. He's, yeah. He speaks like that. Or... God doesn't say stuff like that very often. Yeah. Um, that uh, I would I would seek leading again, pray about it, maybe get some more bias out of the way. Um, and he's very able to differentiate because he spent so much time with the Lord, and it's very important. I'm I was not laughing at you. Your dad. <laughs> I know you weren't. Your dad threw shade in the comments because Kevin threw shade first. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't Pastor. It was Marky. So just in case anyone wanted to know, it was Marky. Kevin says, Barrett, can you hear me now? Kevin, always. <laughs> always, Barrett, I can hear you. Yes. And then Marky says, Kevin, Kevin, can you hear me? Marky, no. No, Kevin, I can't. Kevin's 
We, we have our different ditches. Kevin and I are the polar opposites. Well, Very opposite. This has been awesome, and honestly, I, <laughs> Kevin just said, thanks, Marky. Kevin and Marky have, like, a special bond mm-hmm. of sameness. It's, it's pretty great. Yeah. But this has been great, and honestly, I think that we're probably going to stay here for a little bit uh, this week and just continue talking about how to be led by the Spirit of God. This mm-hmm. is a really good, like, foundation to talk about. The, what we laid today is a foundation for, okay, yes, you can be led by the Spirit of yeah. God. Yes, it happens. There's different ways that he talks. But I think tomorrow we'll probably come back and get a little bit more specific on, okay, what, like, what, how does God speak to me? You know, yeah. the inner voice, the inward witness, like the voice of the Holy Spirit, things of that nature. So we'll probably mm-hmm. be back here tomorrow. If the Lord says differently, then we'll go with that. But I think Please. that's leads different you said the thing you said the name of the thing i said the thing (laughs) that's the whole title of this broadcast whoa whoa (laughs) but as you uh, as we're wrapping up today if you feel led to sow into this word did you know you can be led by god in your sowing yeah what Wink a dink. Honestly, that's the best way to sow. It's the only way that we should be sowing is being led by the Spirit of God. And, you know, one great thing that I heard said recently by somebody who goes to the church here is they were having a conversation with somebody else of, well, I just, I don't know if it's God. You know, my friend looked at their friend and they were like, well, here's what I've learned is if you don't have a check on it, you do the thing you don't have a check on. Like if you don't have something crossing your spirit, you do that. So today, as we're talking about sowing and giving, even if the Lord hasn't, you know, spoken to you, sow this amount of money. Here's the thing. If you don't have a, if you don't have the Lord telling you not to sow, then I like then honestly, that's a good indicator that sewing may be something he wants you to do. Like the Lord doesn't have to speak in the grandiose ways that we think he needs to. He doesn't have to say, so this amount like you'll you'll have those different leanings and leadings. And so as you're seeking him today, do exactly what Abby just said. Be led by the peace that's in your heart. Is God giving you peace to sow today? Then be led by that. But here's the thing. If he leads you to so what you can what you can bank on and what you can stand on is that if he's leading you to sow, you're about to triumph. Your yeah. finances are about to triumph. They're about to increase. They're about to skyrocket because he doesn't just have people do things flippantly. He's strategic. Yeah. Like he's the most strategic. I was going to say person, but he's not like a person. I also don't want to call him a thing because he's not a thing. Like he's, he is strategy. He invented yeah. strategy. It's who he is. And he knows, ah, the $5 that Kevin Buck just donated that you can see right there. Th- that's about to be multiplied down into a harvest that's coming back to yeah. him. The likes of which he can't even imagine. All he thought is he was planting an apple. He's about to get orchards out of that seed. And yeah. because he's donating here, it's about to reap abundantly. Marky's seed that she just sowed. Yeah. Oh, the plans that I have for that seed. Plans to prosper it and to bring you hope and future and provision. Oh, yeah. the plans that I have. That's how 
God sees seed. It's yeah. not just a thing. It's a, that is chock full of destiny. The mm -hmm. seed is filled with destiny. Just like any seed that you plant, mm -hmm. you plant an apple, you're going to get an apple tree from that. You plant a cucumber seed, you're going to get a cucumber plant. God doesn't even do the one for one. Like it's not like you plant an apple seed, you get yeah. one apple. No, he's so abundant that you plant an apple seed, you get a full tree of apples. Yeah. That's how abundant he is. So yeah. today when you're sowing, it's not a little thing. It's yeah. a ginormous thing yeah. that you are sowing into your destiny that God can then take it, plant it where he wants it. Like you're planting it into this, into this soil, but then God's going to give us instruction on where to yeah. send it. The yeah. grace that's on the ministry, it's going to come on you. We just had a testimony a, a week or two, no, last week of a partner that this ministry has where she has taken the word of God. It has come alive yeah. to her. It's real to her. And right. she's been partnering with the ministry. She heard, you know, that it's our year of increase. This is the year to sow for increase. She mm -hmm. sowed and a debt of over $12,000 that she and her husband have been leave, have been believing for years to pay off, yeah. got paid off in a couple weeks. Praise completely, God. completely yeah. paid off because she planted a seed yeah. where God led her to plant. Mm -hmm. And then God was able to then send the harvest to her off of that seed, wipe out debt. Her husband got a raise. She got a raise and there's still more coming because yeah. he's that abundant. Yep. And the debt that was erased, it like the seed that was sown was fractional compared to the level of debt that was erased. Right. Fractional because that's yeah. the God that we serve and that's the God you're sowing into today. Yep. Oh my gosh, it's so good. So yeah. if you desire to sow, we encourage you to do so. We have a variety of different ways mm -hmm. you can. You can sow Venmo, PayPal, Bitcoin, hashtag donate on Facebook. You can go to giveww.org. That's one of the easiest ways you can do it. There's so many different ones. Text to give. You can mail a check. Send it to P.O. Box 1515, Albemarle, North Carolina, 28002. However you want to give, we will be receivers off of that seed yeah. because God has called us to minister. Yeah. And part of that ministry is to allow you to then sow. So if you yeah. want to sow today, we encourage you to do so. Miriam Abigail Wright is going to pray over the seed, bless it, and we're going to turn you over to Buddy. All right. Well, Lord, thank you for your leading. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this word. Thank you that thank it you is a seed into their lives and it bears fruit. Yeah. But thank you also for the physical seeds that they are sowing. Yeah. Thank you for giving them leading on what you want them to sow. And thank you that you have given promises for those who sow yeah. and for their seeds and what they will produce. Thank you. Thank Father. you, Lord. We are calling on those promises so now. Yeah. Thank you that they bear fruit. Yeah. Lord, we pull on the word and the promises that you've made. Thank, Thank you that you, these Father. seeds are pressed down, yeah. shaken together, and running over quickly yes, back you. into their hands, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love y'all. We'll be back tomorrow at 1130. So make sure that you join us, set reminders, alarms. And if you haven't done it yet, hit the notification bell here on YouTube. So that way, anytime we go live, you're notified of it. You can also set your Facebook settings to let you know the same thing. But we'll see you tomorrow at 1130. 
and Buddy is going to let you know of some really cool announcements that are coming up. Hey guys, you want to know some really cool announcements that are coming up? Yes. <laughs> Barrett says yes. Let me tell you, Holy Spirit Weekend, Holy Ghost Weekend is this weekend, um, and we want to invite you to be a part of it. Um, this Friday, we're going to kick it off with Prayer Night. Uh, from 6 p.m. to 12 p.m. This has always been such a powerful time of prayer. And, uh, I, like, and I don't want you guys to be taken off by the fact that it's six hours because it doesn't feel like six hours. Uh, every time we do this, it's, it's the Holy Spirit meets us there. It's just powerful. So we want to encourage you to be there uh, Friday and Saturday at 1 p.m. We have Soul Winning Saturday. If you want to be a soul winner, um, we all should want to be soul winners. Let's be real. Because the Bible tells us that we need to go into the world and make disciples. We can't do that without being, without being soul winners. So if you want to be trained to be a soul winner, join us on Saturday at 1 p.m. for Soul Winning Saturday, followed by Holy Spirit Sunday, where we have two powerful services. Guys, we want to encourage you to be a part of this weekend. It's going to be awesome. But guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We're excited to continue this teaching tomorrow on how to be led by the Spirit of God, how to be led by God. We'll see you tomorrow at 1130 for Lunch Plus. Love you guys.